Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics, and Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can... You can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and thanks for tuning in. I have read almost four books in the last three days. I've made a reading goal for myself every year for the last three or four years, and this is all for fun. It's a me versus me challenge. No one else is in the competition, and it's just an incentive to get me reading for the love of reading and the pursuit of knowledge, obviously. This year it was 23. I keep track of my books on an app and I saw that I was four books behind. Made a mental note of it, figured, okay, let's speed this up a bit. How are we going to do this? Fast forward a few days, my friend and I got into a very interesting conversation and she told me how she learned how to deal with it through a chapter of a book and by the end of it, I asked what book it was, and she said, it's called You Are a Badass. When she said that, I was like, "Mm, that sounds like something that would be in my Audible library. Anything that has a corny title that I wouldn't be proud to display in my living room on my bookshelf, I will download it as an audiobook and keep it all nice and tidy away. And to confirm my suspicions, I had New York Times bestseller, You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero. Cute book, inspirational, needs a better cover. Do I judge a book by its cover? Absolutely. However, to listen to the entire book, five hours and 46 minutes, and I normally am listening to a book at 1.2 or 1.5 speed, so it's really only about four hours. Then I had a thought. Four hours and then I'm only three books behind on my reading goal, let's do it. Four hours later, I have all the knowledge of you're a badass. I move on to the second one. That book, seven hours. Done. Book after that, six and a half hours. The book I'm listening to now, three hours and 18 minutes left. Suddenly when I see there's traffic, I'm not upset about it. More time to read. I was picking up food yesterday, parked a little farther so I could put on my headphones and walk to pick it up, giving me a chance to read. Brought my headphones to the rock climbing gym. Was listening to it during my warm-up. Thankfully, I don't have too many unhealthy habits because I really struggle to do anything in moderation. It would have been fabulous to listen to this little book, marinate on it, instead of going headfirst into book number four. But I'm thinking to myself, now let me go into my app. For those that keep track of their books on apps, I switched from Goodreads to Storygraph. 
Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I misspoke. I was five books behind. Because right now I'm two books until I'm on track. So in the next three hours, I will have officially read 16 books this year. Listening feels a little bit like cheating. It's certainly not. I don't know why. You are ingesting the information, but it's not through the act of reading, which is part of what I enjoy about books is getting to read them. But that's a hurdle I can accept. (laughs) That's fine. I was thinking when I was so far behind that maybe this is the last year that I create a goal for myself, but I want to at least see if I can make it to 25 books a year. And then I thought, no, I need to see if I can make it to 30 books in a year. And then maybe we'll reevaluate. I think a little competition really incentivizes me to get up and at them in so many facets of my life. I think that's why rock climbing has been such a fun hobby for me. Because there's levels. You look at every climb in the gym and it will say anything from a V0 to a V12. And V0 is the beginner easiest level. V12 being the hardest. And getting to watch myself go from V0 to V1 to V2 and struggling over V2s. A month ago, I was really having trouble getting to the top of them to now spending my time in the gym working on V3s. Having data to prove it. I think that's where being the daughter of a math teacher comes in. I love a little data. Find a lot of comfort in numbers, especially because I am such a feeling person. And I think that takes me away from reality, whereas data grips me on earth. A little bit and then having incentive keeps me moving at a pace where I don't just get lost in the sea so if you find yourself to be one of those people that struggles to live a life without structure because it's not inherently natural to you I recommend a goal a guideline a system for you it's changed my life my friend and I talk about this all the time because I definitely was a scatterbrain growing up But now I'm one of the most organized people that I know. Not by a landslide, you know, but I do love having a system. I like having organization, which is also playing into this audiobook moment because I got back from my last trip of summer and I entered my house and it feels like time for a makeover. And the first step of a makeover is to move out the old. So there's been a lot of deep cleaning. Anything that's expired needs to be thrown out. Anything that no longer fits me or suits me, whether that's literally or emotionally, needs to be given away. Anything that doesn't belong to me needs to be returned. It's been a lot of cleaning house. And so then when I found all of the books that I've had saved on Audible, it also has incentivized me not only to listen to these books to catch up to my reading goal, but also to listen to these books I've had saved for years. Most of these books were recommended to me and downloaded in 2015, 2016 by people that aren't even really in my life anymore. I'm like, oh yeah, that was recommended to me by a high school friend. So I am trying to complete the library of things that I have downloaded. Ugh. I have to finish The Invention of Wings by Sue Monk Kidd. I also have Role Models by John Waters. The Name of the Wind, which is a fantasy series. I don't think I'll ever get to that. The Power of Habit. Nah, not super inclined. The Heart of Buddha's Teaching by Thich Nhat Hanh. Maybe I'll get to that one. A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. I also have the physical book. There's a 50-50 shot. I'll listen to that. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle. That I remember listening to and wishing... I had the physical book because it seems like something I want to highlight. Then I have The Tantra Experience by Osho, The Unbearable Lightness of Being, 
Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier, which I remember loving in middle school, and I want to see if I still love it because it is a classic. I also have Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth. I have Sapiens, but I have listened to that. 1984, Anne of Green Gables, Visions and Death. I actually don't know what that is. What is that? By J.D. Robb. Oh, it's a crime fiction romance suspense novel. Okay. The Hate You Give, The Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Who, and The Four-Hour Work Week. Oh, I also have Big Little Lies, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, and The Hypnotist Love Story. I'm currently listening to Marty Klein's Sexual Intelligence. Really running the gambit. We have some self-help, fiction, romance, thriller. All things that I'm... Nothing really is calling to me, honestly. We'll see, we'll see. Only time will tell. Another thing I love to do is I have two app games that I play on my phone. And I will just put my headphones on, listen to my audiobook, and play my little meditative puzzle games. Reading physical pages of course, is great. But if you find yourself not being able to do that, having something that you can multitask on, as I said, suddenly I'm not bothered to sit in traffic because that means I get to get more time with my audiobook. Suddenly I'm I'm taking a little extra time during the flossing and the mouthwash experience because I'm listening to my book. Just something to think about. It's also fall. It's October now. Reading feels appropriate it's that time back to school i love this time of year i'm going to new york again to visit because i love new york spent five years of my life living there i adore it was just there in september missed it already going back again simultaneously there's nothing like an east coast fall and i want to be there So to get to experience the fall of the East Coast and to experience New York, catch me running around Prospect Park, having a picnic. Ooh, ooh, something about that gets me going. Because right now in Southern California, I'll wear a coat at night, and by coat, like a leather jacket of sorts, pants, some boots, but during the day, I'm fine with shorts and a t-shirt, which I will be thanking my lucky stars for when winter really comes. Because... Some New York friends and I were out to dinner last night, and we were discussing how in the winter, your coat is your outfit, so you better get a cute coat if you want to have a cute outfit, because that is the extent of it. Like, damn, my coats are in space bags under my bed. I just remembered that I took some notes from some of the books that I read on my phone of just things that I found funny or something I wanted to refer back to, something I found useful. In You Are a Badass, she gives some examples of affirmations. As much as affirmations get this rap for being corny, we're just creating stronger neural pathways. The way that it was explained to me once by a friend has stuck with me because it's an incredible visual. Think of when you're skiing, fresh snow. You can see where your skis were. If you go down that same path again, it gets a little deeper. It gets a little deeper every single time. And these are neural pathways in your brain. When you're having a thought, whether it's, I'm not a morning person, I have ugly feet, the more you think of it, every time you have that thought, you're taking those skis down that path again. It's getting deeper and deeper. So what we need to do is have other thoughts. So taking different paths down the mountain to have other things be deeper and even out the playing field a little bit and have all the snow sort of even out. So the point of affirmations, having yourself go down the mountain in a new way, they're effective. Okay, so we're going to read a couple. 
I'll say it first, you repeat it. If you're with some friends, why don't you pause, say them together. Starting from the top. I receive massive amounts of love every moment of every day. Your turn. I'll say it again. I receive massive amounts of love every moment of every day. Next one. My heart is open. Love pours in and out. I receive all the good love has to offer me. This is my little adaptation. I'm brilliant, bright, and beautiful. I'm a supermodel. I just watched supermodels on Apple TV, so that one was pretty on the nose for me. This was one funny piece of advice in the book that seemed to make no sense in comparison to the rest of what she was saying. It just felt like it was written by a different author. Incredible, though. The author referenced calling yourself a monster. And monsters come up in my interpersonal circle whenever my friends and I are on Instagram or taking TikToks out in public. Okay, we're being monsters right now. But she was talking about it in context of forgetting your dad's birthday or borrowing someone's shoes and then getting them scuffed. And she said, instead of saying, I'm a monster, say to yourself, I'm a little bunny. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry I was making a TikTok during dinner. I'm just a little bunny. Dad, I'm sorry I forgot your birthday. I'm a little bunny. Oh my God, I drank too much at that party. I'm just a little bunny. <laughs> Ridiculous. Absolutely taking that one though. And then I'm not sure if this was from Badass or one of the other books that I was reading, but it was the concept of when it comes to doing something that maybe feels out of your wheelhouse or a little more complicated than what you feel confident about, to have the concept of, I just want to see what I can get away with. Like, let's just see if I can make a million dollars. Let's see if I can grow my hair down to my hips. Let's see if I can get myself perfect skin. Let's see if I can sell 5,000 t-shirts. Let's see if I can get signed to that amazing talent agency. Let's see if I can fall in love. Let's just see. Another concept, I think this works really well for the flaky people in Los Angeles. If you're serious, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. This works for if someone asks you to hang out. If you're serious about hanging out with them, you'll find a way to do it. If not, you'll find an excuse. If you're serious about creating a business, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. If you wanna read 23 books this year, if you're serious, you'll find a way. Maybe you will make listening to audiobooks your job for three days. I'm telling you. If there's a will, there's a way, and I found a way. Thank you for listening to that. I don't have too much to write home about. I've been having a fabulous week. Been back on YouTube. Posted a little brand deal for Hinge, which was fun. That was cool to work with because I've only ever worked with them in the context of podcast ad reads. But they hired me for an Instagram reel to give some dating advice. I was like, oh, say less. I've gotten so much better at dating. I am taking a little dating break right now. I was so worn out from my last trip and feeling really emotionally depleted. So truthfully, I had to stop. I, I didn't want to be intimate. Um, so took a little break, but that's all in the name of self-honoring. However, I have had an amazing dating life this year. Truly. The last two guys I dated have treated me so well, taught me exactly what I want in terms of romantic and partner treatment. And when people say that dating teaches you a lot about yourself, it is teaching you a lot about yourself and what your needs, wants, and desires are. At least that's how it's been for me recently. So I gave some advice on, on Instagram. So go check that out. Leave a little comment. 
if you came from the podcast. On Saturday night, I had a 7.30 dinner reservation with a friend of mine and one of his friends whom I've never met. The three of us get dinner. We go out to get a drink afterward. Uh, Another friend joins us, someone whom I've never met as well. So I'm with two new people and my friend. We get a second drink. We go to another place. We get a third drink. We go to a party where I meet up with some more friends of mine. I'm there till two in the morning. Go to another party. There till four, maybe five in the morning. Go to my friend's apartment after for the after-afters. There till nearly six in the morning. (laughs) Then I text my friend because I got us um, treatments at a K-spa for her birthday to have a little spa day. And I did not realize until 6 a.m. on Sunday that I had to be to this spa at 9 a.m. Oh my god, guys. A K-spa. This feels like a rite of passage living in Los Angeles. The K-Town spas are unlike any other spa that I've ever been to. I got us treatments that involve a scrub and a massage. You're 100% naked when you go to the spa. You go in and they recommend that you soak for at least 5 or 10 minutes before your treatment. You're naked all except for a bracelet that has a number. So they come up to you. They say 29. You get out of your tub that you're sitting in with other women naked. And I was very conscious of that. I was hyper aware of the fact that we're all naked. And I'm sitting next to my friend just chatting while being so naked. Then I go to my table and this woman in a bikini starts pouring warm water on me. And she starts scrubbing everything. My arms, my legs, my shoulders, my feet, in between my toes, my armpits, my butt crack, everything. I was being scrubbed like a a baby. I was being showered. My hair was washed and conditioned. My face was scrubbed and I was given a whole facial treatment as well. Halfway through, she tells you to get up and rinse off in the shower. By that point, I'm so carefree about being naked. I march past all the women, take a shower. I'm scrubbing as if I'm in a full pair of clothes like there is no hesitation no insecurity whatsoever there's like so little awareness or care for the fact that i am naked i walk back then i go through like the proper treatments of oh it was so special i was so cared for it really felt like i was a baby being washed and showered afterwards we went into this salt room which neutralizes you whatever that means it's a room where all of the walls are made of salt rocks and stones and then you're laying on little rocks with a towel on top and that was restorative then we sat outside for a little while truthfully if there's any place to go when you're sleep deprived the spa is one of the top choices if i had to go to lunch with my family you best believe i would have told them i've made a horrible mistake i'm just a little bunny i stayed up too late i can't be at lunch i'm so sorry but a spa yeah Thank God I wasn't hungover. I just was sleep deprived. So that was Sunday. It was good though. It was cool. We went to a spa called, I think it's called Olympic. If you want to be scrubbed like a newborn. This week's been fun. My social battery has been recharged and I love to do little activities throughout the evenings on weeknights. I think it makes the week a lot more fun, especially as a self-employed person who my work is all by myself. So I love to break up the day. I'm so glad. I love being self-employed. I love it so much. I think for the people it works for, it really works. And I think I'm one of those people. I, 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 con- I contemplate from time to time if I would like a different job. But 
there are certain perks of being self-employed that are unmatched. For example, you're working a nine to five, you want to go work out, you're going to have to either work out before 8 a.m. or after 5 p.m. What do I get to do? I get to work out at noon if I want. That's when I go to the rock climbing gym. It's empty. I was for a second there going in the evening after I got things that I wanted done, whereas now I have it as a midday break. Emily, one of my friends refers to it as my recess, which I think all adults need recess. I think everybody needs recess. The fact that they only give it to children, a crime. When I run for president, recess for all. And rock climbing is my recess. I get all my energy. It calms me down. I come back focused. I'm good to go. And then last night around like 8.30, I can't remember what time it was. Last night around 8, met up with a couple friends for drinks. It was nice. I'm going to a concert tonight. think I'm going to actually go to the same place I went last night with a couple different friends later this week. Also, I don't know if this is a universal moment that we're having, but at least in my friend group, it seems to be dinner party season. Within the span of seven days, my group of friends hosted three different dinner parties. I'm here for it. I am. All right, let's see what you guys have been up to and what you've been asking. Every week, I post on my Instagram story asking for questions for the podcast, and you always deliver. Thank you so much for all of you that always come in clutch with either insightful or fun questions. I love it, and you make this podcast, truly. My Instagram handle is Lexi, just like the name of this podcast, so we'll get into it, but first, a word from today's sponsors. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. (laughs) And one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. 
Ooh, first question, certain strong. Mary wants to know, have you ever thought you're autistic? Not insinuating anything, by the way, seriously. No, no, I haven't. I've been diagnosed with ADHD, and I know that in women, autism symptoms and ADHD symptoms have a lot of correlation. So I've never felt, because I already got a diagnosis, inclined to feel that I was autistic. However, I was on the phone with a friend the other day and we were talking about one of our friends and he goes, I think honestly all of us are on the spectrum. I mean, you definitely are. I was like, excuse me? Anonymous asked, how to get over a crush on a guy who has a girlfriend. It makes me feel guilty. You can't help who you're attracted to, who you get feelings for. You can only help your actions regarding it. In a scenario, if you're fixating on someone who is unavailable, the disservice is not to them, so the guilt should not be towards him or his girlfriend unless you're making any moves, which in that case, stop. It's a disservice to yourself. This is energy that is being wasted, going nowhere. Channel it towards either another person getting to know someone else. Channel it towards a separate interest, but you need to pivot. Ella asked for thoughts on imposter syndrome. I've never felt imposter syndrome. I think I know my strengths well. I know my weaknesses well. If I feel underqualified and I'm grateful and lucky to be there, the opportunity would not have presented itself if I was not ready. That is always what I say to myself. Similarly, if I have put in the work or I have natural talents that put me somewhere, I have gratitude for the fact that I get to experience it. But I do understand this concept of being 27 and you're working at a job and at this point you've maybe moved up the ladder and you have a higher title and you're like, what? I'm just a teenage girl managing all these people. What? How am I in control of this much money? I'm working on the budget side. I'm, I'm typing in on Excel sheets hundreds of thousands of dollars. Excuse me. How do I get to do this? It's like, I don't know. It is what it is, girl. Silly. You're just a little bunny, but you're not an imposter. Aid or ADAPS, as do you ever struggle with not having a partner? I feel like I think about it too much. This is interesting that you asked this during the time that I'm going to answer it. No. Have I in the past? Absolutely. One of my best friends turned 28 a week ago, and at her birthday dinner, out of the 12 people that were there, only two were in relationships, and the rest were just young, hot, independent, successful, single people. And I like living in a city where I don't feel any pressure to be in a relationship. In New York, so many people are single. In Los Angeles, so many people are single. So I don't have this external pressure the way that maybe I would if I was still in Warrington, Virginia, and I was being invited to weddings or going to baby showers or whatever it is. So I don't have that pressure on me. Second, I'm probably going to spend two thirds of my life in a committed relationship. I want to treasure this time because in the span of my life, God willing, I have a long, beautiful life. A majority of it's going to be spent with a partner. So I really like having time where I am my partner. I've been in a serious relationship and then even just recently dating, it was fun to have someone to spend time with in a platonic and an intimate and romantic way. But there is something really nice about getting to be free and getting to be uninhibited and have the love of my family and friends and getting to not have to divide the attention. When I have a partner, I'm going to be so grateful for it. And when I meet them and they're 
the right fit for the right time, I'll be happy, but I do not struggle with not having one. Babita wants to know how to flirt with a dude at the club or at a bar. I think it's great to make your first move when you're about to leave uh, the space in which you're standing. I wouldn't make, unless you see the conversation going well and you have a lot to ask the person or a lot that you want to speak about, I personally never initiate flirting as soon as I get in line for the bar, unless I'm trying to get a drink bought for me or something. But I would say something as soon as I've paid, gotten my drink, and I'm leaving, I'd maybe touch a shoulder and be like, I love this shirt on you, and then smile and walk away. For example, on Saturday, we were walking into a bar after going through valet, and I was flirting with the valet guy, and as we were walking into the restaurant, so he was far away at this point, I was like, drinks on me, valet's on you. There was no pressure. So my advice would be initially to be brief with the flirting and sprinkle it. Ooh, sprinkle, sprinkle. If you know, you know. Uh, Sprinkle it in here and there just to show your interest. And then if they're interested, they'll reciprocate. Ooh, Caitlin wants to know how to get out of an ugly phase. Hair is not hairing. Makeup is not makeuping. Stop. Give it a break. Do less rather than more. If makeup isn't makeuping, normally it's because my skin's not skinning, so I need to take a break from makeup, which is what I did for a few weeks where I was only wearing makeup a few days a week, and my skin really healed. I had a lot of congestion going on. My skin is... That's me knocking on wood. And so my makeup is makeuping right now. Also, my hair, I'm trying to grow it out It's finally back at its natural color. Like it's been dyed its natural color. So I'm in the process of growing out ahead of just my natural hair. So that's gonna take time. But it's been a lot of reeling back. So I used to get my nails done all the time. I always had nails on. Right now I have no nails on. As I speak to you, I have no makeup on and my hair is tied back in a braid. So if there's ever a time in which I don't need to be dressed up, I'll keep it low-key, keep my face clean, keep my hair clean, avoid putting any extra heat on it that I have to. I've also been doing, what I'll do a lot of times, I'll do an updo, I feel really comfortable with a ponytail, so I'll do a hair mask instead of hair gel when I'm doing a sleek back ponytail, braid it, and I feel a lot cleaner, not so crusty, and then I'll do a clean face with maybe brows, mascara, and a lip, and keep the skin makeup to either a minimum or none at all and then when my skin heals or if I do see myself day after day without makeup then when I put makeup on oh looks so good or sometimes sometimes after a long time without makeup and I put it on I think this is too much I need to do less another thing I did recently which I haven't done in shamefully probably a year is wash my makeup brushes and my makeup is looking a lot better because My brushes don't have so many different colors on them. Now I'm like, okay, this is what we use for the crease color. Any lighter shade is going to be with this brush. Blushes with this brush. I was starting to mix everything by the end of it. Also, I've been taking my time. And I've been working a lot on the base. When you have a good... This is going to be the opposite end of the spectrum of what I just recommended. When you have a good makeup base, the rest looks so good. So now when I do wear makeup, because my skin is skinning right now, I really, I apply moisturizer and a primer and I put setting spray on my face and then I do concealer and I blend it and I do contour 
and bronzer and blush and I take my time doing the layers, doing the highlight on the cheekbones and on the nose. I have a new lip combo that I'm loving. If you go to my, I think it's my most recent photo on Instagram, it's two selfies and the captions took a couple 2011 coded selfies because it's on my digicam and I'm holding the camera selfie style with both hands. But my makeup, my makeup's makeuping right there. I'll say it. So you have to either see, is this a time where I need to do less or do I just need to take my time, clean my tools, maybe throw out the expired makeup and, you know, get a couple new things. I don't know which stage you're at, but those would be the two options that I normally have to take. Cameron wants to know how to be more spontaneous as someone who loves to plan. If you have a friend who's spontaneous, what you can do is plan to hang out with them and then let them take the wheel. I would say that in my life, I have more friends that are spontaneous than those that aren't. So this is a harder question for me to answer because oftentimes I do wish there was more friends that I had that did love to plan. A lot of us are down to make a plan day of, next day, but it is nice to just be driving somewhere and then think, oh, we should go to this store. Wait, should we just drive down the PCH? Yeah. Oh my God, let's go to that oyster restaurant on the water. Should we stop at the dispensary? Oh my God, did I, did I tell on the podcast? I haven't edited last week's episode yet. I'm going to do that after I record. So I talk about my high that I had where I was going into what felt like psychosis. I can only imagine how horrible psychosis and scary it actually is because I thought I was understanding the Bible. I was, I took these edibles that I received in PR. Funny enough, the PR agency emailed me last week. They're like, hi, Lexi, just following up. We wanted to see if you liked the product. And if so, if you'd be happy to post. <laughs> I was like, truthfully, I think they're a little bit higher dosage than I um, need, but you know, definitely better suited for someone else, whatever. <laughs> Imagine I tell them, I saw the devil and I thought I was in hell. So anyway, I probably wouldn't be going to the dispensary, but the concept is there of just associating spaces with different things and just letting the next thing that comes into your head take the lead and then flying by the seat of your pants. So my advice would be if you have some more spontaneous friends, all you do is cut out some time in your schedule to be with them and rather than have it be an outing, just allow yourself to exist in their company and be open to saying yes. Soph wants to know if there's an instrument that I would love to be able to play. Guitar. Not to toot my own horn, but... Well, actually, I think everyone can play the piano. I think piano is a really special instrument in the way that it is fairly easy to understand and is fairly easy to play and learn. Of course, there's very talented pianists and they deserve all the credit, but I'm just saying if someone were to say, I'd like to pick up an instrument, I would probably recommend everyone the piano. Then I played violin in the orchestra. I've always wanted to play guitar. I've never had trouble picking up other instruments. Guitar, ukulele, anything that I need to hold and press my fingers down. Huh. Just thinking about this, I've increased my finger strength a lot because of rock climbing. I wonder if that would be easier because that was always what was so hard to me. Guitar seems impossible. So I would love to be able to play that. I can so see that for myself as a random hobby that I pick up in six months or several years. <laughs> I love to have a hobby. One thing about me, if you guys have been listening, right now it's rock climbing, used to be Pilates, it was powerlifting, definitely reading. What are some other hobbies I've had? 
Roller skating was one. Running. Love a physical activity too. Sorry for running away from that question. My short answer would be guitar. Lily wants to know how do you build your outfits? Well, I'm in makeover season. I'm evolving my style and I'm still in the discarding stage. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm still in the discarding stage. So building an outfit is not intuitive at the moment because my I'm trying to mature my style a little bit. I love something silly and casual and I love dressing up, but I would like for my silly casual outfits to be a bit more refined. But typically how I build an outfit is there's normally one piece that I want to wear. There's a shirt I have in mind or a pair of shoes I have in mind and so I build it around that one piece. Oh my god! Catherine said, not a question, but I go to acupuncture every Tuesday and I love listening to your pod while I lay there. You listen to podcasts during acupuncture? I've never listened to anything during acupuncture. First, flattered that you listen to me. That's fantastic. Second, this is something worth noting. Ugh, I love acupuncture. I need to go back. Millie wants to know if I could be amazing at any sport, what would it be? Well, I'm working to become amazing at rock climbing. That's the goal. I just made a highlight on my Instagram of climbing, which in my head, I think I post climbing content all the time. I could only find four stories that I posted. I guess because a lot of it's on TikTok. I'll make little climb with me vlogs. But the last one I did, it's the most recent one on the highlight. It's blue. Oh, it was so hard. It took a lot of thought and I worked on it for a whole week. All last week, I was going to the gym. I'd probably go about five days a week. And I worked on it almost every day. And I started making friends because I spent some of my sessions only at that one climb. So if anyone else climbed it, I'd ask them questions about it. And I finally did it yesterday. And it felt so good. My God, there's one piece of advice I can give you in this episode to find yourself a healthy form of instant gratification. That maybe isn't the perfect example because there is a little bit of delayed gratification for the sense that I worked on it for a whole week. But it was something that um, when I did it, that is a bad example. But then there's certain climbs that I flash. I complete it the first time. Instant gratification. Instant gratification and healthy. Yeah. I will leave you on that note. If you like the podcast, leave it a review or rate it on the podcast app. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back here next week. Take care. Enjoy yourself. Love you. XOXO. Lexi.